People of the internet, welcome to the AFK BRB podcast. The BRB AFK fucking shit. Our name keeps changing. It's so long now. No joke. I don't think I can remember that name, guys. Also, that's what she said. Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. I am your humble producer, Boston McCown. Joining us in the studio, as always, is our illustrious host. Uh, Ryan Shipley. Thank you. And the time being, Scott Arnold. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank um, you, thank you. You know what I want to say? Just one thing, Boston. It's uh, really good to hear your voice saying my name. It sounds so sweet coming from the lips of an angel. Hearing those words, it makes me weak. Uh, that right. should also be our <laughs> intro song. I, yeah, I think I was going to say. Yep. I, the intro <laughs> I think yep. so. Yep. Is it better or some it. good panic at the di- oh, probably panic at the disco is probably well, good closer well considering yeah perhaps especially considering uh uh yeah i've been i've been a little off this week because i've been having some panic at the discord um we've been getting quite a bit of i, I don't know I've, I've gotten away from facebook like i've just yeah now, now that i don't actually host a comedy show i don't have a whole lot invested in in certain things i've just i've walked away from it my life has just been so much happier i get it Nice. more joy but at the same time now i have less time because i'm like chatting with people about things that actually interest me and yeah. so um that's been that's been kind of a weird a weird uh give and take but no i get it so the you you officially did step away from the comedy shows yeah um i i still need to make like some official announcements yeah somewhere but yeah the uh upstairs or the well it used to be the upstairs underground comedy show and then it became the open door comedy show and uh, I told the I told the owners like, hey, I got a whole list of people. Like, I don't want to come back. I don't want to come back. I'm yeah. happy where I'm at in my life. Um, I got a whole list of names, whole mm-hmm. list of names of people that can totally uh, take the torch and go run with it. And they said, mm, nah, really, so really, I, 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 it was kind of it was kind of humbling on one level because I was like, oh, yeah. you don't want to do it without me. Yeah, and it's also like, but that's a lot of money you could make oh well not uh, a call and that's disappointing i guess for the uh for the scene right um probably i mean as of right now i think there's one open mic in knoxville just one trying now. to i mean compare compared to like the, the the four or five we would have a week yeah and now there's just one one a week on sundays um and just a little a little venue where they have enough room to to keep it keep apart so oh is it the yacht club place no, uh, Brickyard. Huh. Is it just like people are still just like just nervous about the whole pandemic to try to get shows going again or just like. Yeah, it's not. It's it's, it's still. Any, anyone who is reasonable is trying to avoid doing shows still. Anyone who is desperate for money is trying to fit as many people in as they can. 
Yeah. Until the health code, uh, the health department shows up and says, oh, no, you can't. Yeah. And so. I honestly, um, so a couple of weeks ago, me, uh, Mrs. Charisma and Mr. Charisma Boston here um, went to a uh, comedy show with some friends of ours, um, Alex and uh, can we say their names? Is that okay? I think so. They yeah. like publicity. Yes. Alex Stokes and Danny Whitson, who's like a magician. Um, slash comedian. He's like a magician. He's like a magician. <laughs> he's, he's, not a, <laughs> he's not a magician. He's like a siphon. He's comedian magician, right? I, so I, always, I always worry about that one because that's the one of the running gags was always uh, <laughs> uh, if you're uh, if you're comedy magician, you're neither a comedian nor a magician. Oh, you're like a limbo. Oh, right. You're like in limbo. Yeah, you're somewhere, somewhere in between. Yeah. So. He's like a daywalker. um but so we went to the show and by the way they're both like they're both hysterical um but it was like in this um i don't i don't remember the name of the location place maybe that's the thing we shouldn't announce but it was very packed in there oh yeah um masks were were not really a thing um some people were some of the waitresses were wearing the mask but it was like down underneath their face um wearing the chin straps sure yeah and I think all three of us, when we walked into there, were like, okay, can we just turn around and leave? But by that point, we'd already been spotted. We'd been so, spotted, and we were, we'd been seated, and it was too late. We just got had to roll with it. Yeah, I just had to say, you know what? This is, this is where we die. I guess this is where we die. Um, yeah, but it was – I can't see going to a show number one. I don't even know how people that are performing can do it because I would be freaked out the whole time. Like, oh, is that same. person, yeah. that person, they're coughing over there. Are they going to try to come up to me after the show and shake my hand or something? I don't, but I don't want to do this. You know, I think that is, now that you, now you mentioned that is something about COVID that kind of, because as we were talking before we started recording that there's a, some people have so, so varied reactions to it mm-hmm. that like, I think that's why you get the people who are skeptical about it. Because they're expecting like a legit plague, plague, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like everyone's yeah. coughing and wheezing, and there's sores on your face, and there's, <laughs> but it's, it's not that limbs falling and, off, and it's melting yeah. off. Yeah, like they're expecting like full on leprosy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And well, the problem no, too, no. it affects it affects people differently. I mean, you know, you, I could have it, I could be fine, and Ryan could have it, he could be about on his deathbed. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. um, a weird thing, just for people listening. Uh, that um, the reason why we've been a few episodes in uh, a few weeks in between is because we had plans that was stuff we were going to do with guests and stuff started falling through just because of uh, people having to go into quarantine and everything. Um, yeah. I'm starting to think maybe this COVID something real. Like, you know, I used to think maybe it was just like, <laughs> like, like maybe like the flu, but now I'm starting to think, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't listen to that crazy scientist who said it was about demon blood. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this is on me. Maybe maybe I should have listened to that Dr. Fauci, but to be honest, he didn't know how to throw a baseball. How am I going to listen to yeah. a guy who can't right. throw a baseball? How are you going to take that guy seriously? And plus, I think Trump would have let us know. <laughs> that's, just, that's just what I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when it was just the old people that were going to die, I was like, that's okay. Yeah, they're you old. Know, it's their time. Yeah, they had a good time. Yeah, I still I still giggle because there was a uh, college humor sketch. Was it a it was like a year, year or two years before the COVID outbreak, 
mm-hmm. where they were they were doing like an outbreak style parody. Yeah. But then they found out like, well, it only kills people over the age of fifty. <laughs> and they all like kind of freeze for a minute, look at each other. Uh huh. Is that so bad? <laughs> I mean, like. Oh. <laughs> That's... They're kind of the ones that are like holding us back on a bunch of stuff. Maybe just kind of maybe, maybe it's right, right at the course. Yeah, um, it's at the point now where I'm like not trusting anything that Trump says, and I'm thinking maybe he didn't win the election. Maybe <laughs> maybe that whole thing is just him like being a sore loser. That can't what? be though, right. I mean, where are you, no, you getting their, your facts the from? Mastermind here, Biden, who pretended to be sleepy the whole time, was somehow able to get republican governors and bar himself to help take down trump yeah yeah at that that point honestly if he did if they did steal the election give it to them because that's a lot of work yeah that's what i always say is like you put in you put in the legwork let them let them have it yeah yeah yeah. they put in the effort they put in a whole bunch of whole bunch of time i mean all that bringing uh what che Guevara back to life so he could help them rig it I mean, a lot of stuff. There was a lot of, of moving parts to this rigging, and they pulled it off. So you know what? If I had a hat on right now, I would tip it, it to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah. So it's um, it's been an interesting couple uh, weeks here in Knoxville. Um, we're hoping we're going to do another episode at the end of the year with uh, I think a big surprise. Um. And uh, we'll go from there. I think we got a lot of cool stuff coming up next year. I think I think that uh, comedian slash magician is going to come on the show. Yeah, it's such a great surprise. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> you I do. know. You, you I just forgot. Apparently, yeah, I that's too. probably accurate. <laughs> yes. Surprise for us too. Yes. That would be the best part about having that uh, disease from a Mento. Every day. Oh, yeah. Every day. Right. Yeah. You could watch the same movie over and over again at each time. Be surprised. Go, wait. <laughs> yeah. That guy was Kaiser have, Soze? You could have one movie <laughs> and you'd be set for life. Yes. Wait. Darth Vader is his dad? What? Did you see that coming? <laughs> right. No, because I'm from that's, Denmark. That's too soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but speaking of spoilers, um, I'm shocked that you two have been able to avoid all the all the Mandalorian stuff because it basically became like Game of Thrones, where like as the episode was finishing, you know, all the memes would pop up online. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because well, um, do you, do you know my secret, Ryan? Not going on Facebook. I haven't been looking for them. Okay. These aren't the memes you're looking for. <laughs> aren't exactly. the memes I'm looking for? Exactly. Do they do memes on Discord? Oh yeah. Um, although, strangely enough, uh, a lot of lot of, there's there's been a few newer ones, but a lot of old school stuff keeps coming back. It's kind of weird. Like what's coming back? Is that dancing baby coming back? <laughs> uh, no. No, <laughs> no dancing baby. baby. Have you guys ever seen that the the post on Facebook where they say, you know, hey, uh, could you live in a in a in this house by yourself for a year and you'll get a million dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So two things to that. After what's what I've seen people react in with with this whole plague, I don't think that that most people couldn't because they can barely stay in the home now to save their save their lives, literally. Yep. yep. Uh, but my second uh, my point to this is is really a question for you, Ryan. Okay. Could you could you stay away from all social media for a year for a million dollars? Yeah. I would. 
Boston is my lawyer now. <laughs> Ross is like, wait, wait, wait. I gotta, I gotta confer with yeah, my client. My, uh, my, it's my, my client will, and I'm like, yes, going, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Right. So I guess Boston is saying he could for himself, right? That, oh, that, yeah. was, that was what I was trying to say. I did not okay. mean to, uh, <laughs> to speak for anybody. I just no. Um, you really think you could do it? Like all social media, all Discord, social media, all that, everything, everything. I mean, if you're gonna give me a million dollars, yeah, I yeah. can find something to do to occupy my time. Right. Okay. Same. I still got video games. So. Am I allowed to put myself in a coma? Uh, nope. Okay, you, you have to. You have to be without. All social media for one whole year. Could we still do the podcast? Yes, we still do the podcast. And that you could read count. social uh, media to me yeah, during the podcast. Be... <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that I could. Would be, yeah, that would be the, the tricky part. And you can the... still you can still text people. You just okay. can't. Yeah, you, you just can't do social media anything. It would be hard for me because, like, I do a lot of that where I pull away from people, and the only thing right. that keeps me a keeps me connected to people is like social media oh, i get but that i yeah, bet totally you that. overall if i actually started making more hanging out with people in real life and things right and not having to deal with all the toxicity of social media yeah i would probably be super happy so really you'd be happier you'd be you'd be rich you'd have closer friends you'd be yeah. healthier i'd be rich at the yeah like you said already i'd be rich yeah right you'd be rich i'll say it again so <laughs> you'll be rich. let me ask you guys a question let's say all tomorrow right. you all win the lottery right yeah. How much do money are we talking you, about? Uh, let's say $10 million. Okay. $10 million. We're not going super extravagant. Well, I got do $10 million you, apiece. Do you keep your job? No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> okay. No. no. Nobody keeps their job? No. Uh, I okay. mean, my job my job isn't fulfilling enough that I would, like, because <laughs> that, that's, that's the thing. Is like I, It's kind of fun where I work, but, like, yeah. it, just, it would not be as fulfilling as just getting to do because with that much we, money for one i could definitely we could build a, a much better podcast studio oh yeah yeah we could build yes. uh, i could build all the stuff that i want to do so i can work work completely 100 percent out of my house yeah right oh so, yeah no i would I yeah no I'd, I'd, I'd be done a million dollars i don't know that i would give i don't know that i would give a two weeks notice you're not getting 10 million now you're getting one um yes i would still quit okay I would, I would be, if nothing else, that that would still be enough for me to get all of the tools and yep. uh, things necessary to yeah. get started uh, working out of my house. So yeah, okay. I'd still be. <laughs> now I'm trying to see how low this number could go. A hundred dollars for fifty dollars right now, Rod. Would you quit? <laughs> it depends upon the day that you ask me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, let's see here. Uh, if it was yesterday, uh, you might say yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I would want to if I ever. Um, quit i would want to make sure like what boston said i would want to make sure i um have that kind of money i would start making sure that i was doing something that i would love like oh yeah yeah like that because i think a lot of times when you see because we're so used to in this country to be like hard work and like just doing all this work and not having any real fun or play i think when people stop working or retire and they retire i think they start to deteriorate quicker like that yeah. happens a lot. I, I think I've had a lot of like uh, friends that had elderly parents that as soon as they retired, you could kind of see like kind of like a little bit of a decline. Yeah, Let's I can see, see that. Here. Yeah, I would need. I could probably. I could probably do it for okay. hundred thousand dollars. I could. I could. If it was. If it was a hundred. If it was. I could go as low as a hundred thousand dollars. I okay. think. I like the you bartering. Could. Yeah, that allow me to pay. That allow me to pay pay all the bills for about six months. Okay. Plus get 
all the uh, digital equipment I would need for streaming and okay. build a shed out in the back, uh, tear down the shed we have, build a new shed that has, I put a workspace in to do leather crafting and other things. And okay. if nothing else, I could then I set up the whole thing to stream myself doing leather crafting, which would be other income. Oh, yeah. I'll take $50,000 and I'll just go live in a van down by the river. Okay, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> be uh, totally set. Okay, so here's a question though, Boston. If you won $100,000, right? All right. Does Miss Charisma still have to work? Yeah, she'd be, she'd, be running, she'd be running the book, so we'd be all right for a while. Okay, um, all right, good. There you go, there you go. All right, yeah. Um... I don't know what that money would be for me because I kind of would like the whole idea of working, but letting them know <laughs> that I don't give a fuck. Yes. I'll do whatever I want. Well, that's the, that's the problem, man. Like, how long would it take for you to get fired? Because I would not give a fuck. Yeah. You know, like, because, okay. I would dab my tears with my $100 bills. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, be in, I'd be in a manager meeting like, why did you do that? Uh, I'd pull out, pull out my wallet with like $100 bills. Uh, you know, no, no reason. And just yeah. throw, it, throw, it, throw it in their face. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Charisma would at least work a two weeks notice, I think. But Okay, I... that's respectful. I would definitely be well, the fuck out of there. Now that Holly is my it. manager, Ryan, I think I would give a two weeks notice. Okay. Yeah. I would, I, would, I would do that for her at least. I would hire a butler. Nice. Make the butler come to work with me too. And when I needed something, the butler would go uh, get my things. Like, Master Shipley needs help with this account. Yes. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I would do. Um, that sounds about I, accurate. Yeah. But if I actually did make money, I would definitely make sure that everybody that was in my life that I loved uh, got something. Same. Oh, I would too. Yeah. Probably under the table because I think there's a lot of weird uh, tax rules. Yeah, definitely yes. would be under the table for sure. Yeah. Was it under five hundred? Five grand. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so five grand. Okay. So there, like, there is a limit. Yeah, there is a limit to where uh, at a certain point you can. It doesn't. You don't try. Uh, you don't. You're not charged for anything. Up. And. Um. Yeah, there's no taxes on it. And so that's why a lot of times you'll see uh, people giving uh, their uh, rich, rich, uh, rich parent, uh, grandparents giving their grandkids uh, like $4,000 gifts for Christmas. Because okay. it's like, it's enough under, but they can under. Like, spread the money out and not actually have to pay taxes on it. Smart. Mm. I'm going to get my mom yeah. $4,999 of cocaine. There you go. <laughs> Yep. I'd be like, sorry, Johnny Law. That's under 5000 Yep. I don't got you now. This isn't like I'm reverse tricking the law. <laughs> well, that's, that's fair. Yeah. It sounded good to say it that way. Yeah. Uh, so, like, in the last couple of weeks, um, so I got extremely lucky and was able to get a PlayStation 5. Yep. Uh. Which um, I can tell you, my friend Jason to help me do this. Um, I still don't know how he did it, but he was able to get three PlayStations. Um, one from Best Buy, one from Target, and one from Amazon. That's and before people start going, oh, he's a scummy scalper, he sold it to me for the actual retail price, and he, got, he helped our friend Gedalia, who he doesn't even know. 
Yeah, never um, met the guy. Never yeah, met him. To get his for the same price too. And if you if you could understand how much of of, of the impact that made on me, that made his like whole year. This the fact is how that, he, that he was able to get that PlayStation Five. Yeah, he was how crazy it was. He was actually on time to my house to get it. I'm surprised he wasn't a day early. <laughs> I <laughs> probably bet he probably camped out in my backyard. Yeah, for people who don't know what he what what the joke behind that is, he is always late to everything. Not, I mean, like hours <laughs> late. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the fact that he was so, on time is 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 saying something. Yeah. So, um, but the funny thing is, I you know I plugged it up. Um, I've not had any of the issues because I know a lot of people have been talking about like crazy um issues that have been going on with playstation 5 where they've had to like reset things or mm-hmm. um just like games not working properly i've not had any issues yet um everything's downloaded uh well i would say i don't really like the what is that called the opening screen like of how it looks the loading screen no not the loading screen but the screen where you pick like the icons and stuff mm, what is that called setup screen We'll call this. We'll call it the setup screen. There we go. Um, I don't like the layout of it. I thought it was a lot easier oh, okay. to kind of um, navigate um, with the PlayStation Four. I thought that was perfect. And unlike the Xbox, where they've done with their loading screen or setup screen, is they've um, they've kind of tucked stuff around in places like games and media are now separate. Uh, like category like different like not really like folders but different like licks clinks that licks links that you have to click on to get to them okay. um yeah so i'm not i don't, I don't, so it's don't not really as, like, like you don't think it says user-friendly then not definitely not as user-friendly it'd probably be better once you get into it a little bit um my playstation is on its side just like the way i like to have sex um, <laughs> uh, um they do have the way that where you could turn it up but when I was looking in the manual, it you have it involves like a screw, just like when I have sex. Um, and I was just <laughs> like, I can't, I don't really trust that. And I would be yeah. so worried if I put it up on its on its on its um like standing up, uh, if there's ever anything where like uh, we get a tremble or something in this building and it falls over and breaks. Just like when you have sex. <laughs> exactly. Just like it always breaks. <laughs> That's why it takes me years between sex. Cause I gotta let, I gotta let it heal. <laughs> you gotta let it heal up. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, you know what? One day, boy, we're gonna be back on the, we're gonna get back on that, on that, on that, uh, that road. That bandwagon. Yeah, not the bandwagon. No, we're gonna get back up on that steer. Is it horse or steer? Yeah, you're falling off the bandwagon. All my things are reversed tonight. <laughs> yeah, Scott, this is weird. Um, I'm, I'm on my, I'm on my game. Yeah, you're not this. You're like a bizarro dimension, Scott. Yes. Um, I was trying to see how you would pronounce your name backwards, but I have no idea. <laughs> Boston, how would you Tox? say his name backwards? Tox? 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 Yeah, Tox. 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 Yeah. Tox. You would be not sob. You're welcome, not sob. Oh, that sounds cool, man. You sound like a hidden character from in Mortal Kombat. What noob say what? Yeah. Yes. Um, um, the only PlayStation Five game that I've actually played, and I think people are going to be surprised with this. I've not started Miles yet. What? Really? Yeah, which is weird. But I'm like, I want to wait till Christmas break, so I have like four days where I can just enjoy Miles. And plus, okay. it's set during Christmas. I could be is... more surprised right now, Ron, if I if I woke up tomorrow, if my head's under the carpet. Uh, it's crazy. Um. But I did play a little bit of Astrobot, 
And um, it's a cool, um, you know, how all the games usually like GameCube came with Luigi's Mansion. That was basically yeah. like a tech demo for the for the system. This is kind of the same thing. It's a tech demo, but it's a super fun tech demo. Um, and kind of seeing the stuff that the controller can do, like, for instance, uh, in one part, it starts the rain and you can feel it like the, the pitter patter on the um, controller. And then as the rain gets uh, heavier and the uh, droplets are, are, are thicker, you can actually feel that on the controller. Really? Yeah. So I think like games like yeah. open world games, as they start using that, that could be super cool. Um, if you get into mud, the controller, it kind of gives you a little bit of uh, resistance when you're tugging through the mud. And it does like really cool, like little tiny, um, like, uh, I guess like little rumbles just the, of like uh, getting through the mud. That's um, awesome, man. Yeah. Like the, uh, there's some parts where you have to like, um, there's one part where you're, where you're um, you know, one of those machines you pull down the lever on um, and the, um, the, the, the triggers actually um, give you some, like give you fights. Like it's hard, it's, it's harder to get the, the triggers to push. Nice. And supposedly yeah. that happens on the new Call of Duty game too. So where each gun, um, the triggers feel different. Yeah, and I also heard too because you know some people may not like that feature, uh, but you can actually turn it off. Because uh, okay. I, I think I was I was read some review where they they really liked it. Yeah. But sometimes it, it can make your fingers get a little, little uh, wore out, you know, because it, you're all the different pressure you have to do. But you can you can easily disable it if you don't like it. Yeah, which, and that's which like is really nice. Yeah, and I think that's probably what a lot of the games will do. I'd imagine, like, um, some games will probably just ignore it altogether. But I'd imagine yeah. like anything that Sony's going to do first party. We'll probably be using it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I guarantee you it would be. Yeah, because this is like the big thing. And um, Astro Spot, the cool thing with that too is, you know how like Nintendo, um, the big criticism you can always make about Nintendo is that they're always kind of like stuck in nostalgia. Like yes. they, they love their past and they'll bring it up and all the references and everything. Um, this is the first game I can think of that, that does that with like Sony. Like as you're playing the game, you can see in the background, um, different little astrobots um, reenacting scenes from uh, Sony games. Oh, that's really cool, man! I like that. Yeah, there's like one where the astrobot is in a boat and he's got the Kratos look, mm -hmm. and he's got like a little like astrobot in the boat with him. And if you hit him with your uh, weapon, he just goes. <laughs> um, that's so it's got some. Awesome. Yeah, and you that. can find like artifacts in each stage of like the different um, accessories that they came out with the different PlayStations. Um, yeah. So you kind of get into like the history of the PlayStation. So yeah, it's a good game. It's a pack-in game too. Um, but it's a really good introduction to what the system is going to be able to do. Very nice. Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but the game I've been playing on it, it's weird, but it's a PlayStation 4 game. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima. Nice. Um, before I before I played it on the PlayStation Five, I wanted to see um, what it looked like on a PlayStation Four, and it looks yeah. good on the PlayStation Four. But once you play it on the PlayStation Five, you can definitely tell just how it's upscaling. I think even oh, better man, than like really? the PlayStation Pro. Um, it goes sixty frames per second. It looks almost like a, you know, when they would do it like uh, Last of Us One was on the PlayStation Three, and then they did the uh, remake version. Yeah. It looks like a remake version. It, it's just... Well, and that's that's basically because I, I just started I just started last last night, uh, and yeah. it's it's great on and I, I'm I'm playing on the PS4, uh, yeah. so I can imagine how it how it looks and plays on the PS5. 
it's gorgeous and it's a very it's a really really well done game too yeah um i like the fact that the combat when you're first doing the combat it just feels like maybe just like kind of like a a light version of um the arkham games but then once you start unlocking the different stances and you find out hey this stance is the stance to use against swordsmen this is the stance to use against uh shieldsmen this is the stance to use against um like people with spears and as you're then fighting and you're coming up with against like four or five different people at all at the same time, you have to keep switching your stances oh, to deal with the wow. enemy that's in front of you now. So I'm I'm still in like the first, I guess, chapter, I guess you would say. Yeah. I haven't really got that far into it yet. Yeah. Um, it took me 22 hours to beat the first act. Wow. Because I was, okay. I was doing a lot of the back, uh, the side stuff. Like there's, it's kind of cool the way they do the um, open map. It's like, it's more like Breath of the Wild than it would be like an Ubisoft game where you know where you just turn it on and it shows everything on the map where you can go to. Yeah. And here you have to actually explore our saved peasants who kind of give you rumors about stuff that's happening, and then it'll pop up on your map. Um, you'll find like little yellow sparrows flying around, and if you follow them, they'll take you to something important. Um, there's foxes that you can follow uh, to these shrines, and the shrines. Uh, give you more resolve and resolve is basically how you get your health back and then there's um these extra shrines that are like on the top of mountains and it's almost like a puzzle figuring out how to get up there almost like something nice. like prince of persia it likes how too you can you know if, you, if you've got an active marker you can, just, you can swipe your the, the pad and the little uh mist will come up showing you which yep. way to go that's oh, a yeah. really cool feature i think yep and it's um i would say when you first start it the best thing to get like when you start getting your um your points to to spend on your character. Um, there's a thing when you first come across enemies that you can do like uh, standoffs. Mm -hmm. And yep. with a standoff, if you do it at the right time and hit the uh, release the mm -hmm. button as the enemy's coming down on you, you'll you'll kill them in one hit. You can do that up to three times. Oh, so that that's one cool. of the yeah. So that's one of the big things to get uh, right away from the beginning because um, that's super powerful. Um, it's also got a really cool. Uh, I'm probably going to mispronounce his name, but Kurosawa mode. Um, he's an old Japanese um, director from the 40s and the 50s, I think. Um, yeah. Where it turns the game into like black and white um, with uh, the sound comes out like very tinny. Like mm. you're watching a movie from that era. Yeah, oh, I saw that mode, but I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, I think I did like one or two. And the first thing you should do when you're actually free to start roaming is start doing like the little uh like uh there's this guy story where he's trying to help you find his apprentice because that's where you unlock the bow and everything and in most games i don't really care for uh bow and arrow play but it's so well done in this game nice yep so yeah so that's ghost of tashima and the and the playstation well i, I can't say i blame you for playing that ghost one the ps5 because it's, it's a good game yeah what have uh, you been playing boston I have been playing Void Bastards. Um, what? What? So, uh, when we got to get we got the Game Pass back, or at least I have now gotten uh, Callie's account on my computer, so I can start playing the Game Pass games again. Nice. Two of the games I have been playing quite a bit of is a weird little game. Well, it, it's a charming game called Iconfell. Oh, okay, is that the the Harry Potter type game? Yeah, you you play as you play as a girl whose sister went missing from a magical girl school, 
and you have to go and find her. And while you're going to find her, something crazy happens. You get a bunch of magic powers as well, and you get to cast spells and save the day. Okay, nice. And it really, at, at first, again, it's, it's just, I, when I first started playing it, I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is so different. This is so weird. And I was like, oh, it's just a really cool story over a very, very basic tactics RPG. Okay. 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 So it's tactics based. Okay. Yeah, it's it's tactics based. Although the, the one of the most unique things is the the radiuses for your attacks are very odd, in my opinion. Mm. Um, sometimes you got to you almost have to play chess with the character sometimes because one can only attack like a space up and then two spaces to the left. Oh, so you got to like get him in position and then he can throw his spell. Or some can you know have it can hit anyone in one lane um or in one column so there there is a lot of fun in the tactics of it, but it really isn't gameplay wise it's just kind of meh, but it does have a really charming story of a girl trying to meet up with these magical people and go through um there's a lot of there's not exactly like there are some Harry Potter Harry Potter parallels. Okay, I think they went a little more. Um, honestly, I think they, I feel it reminds me more of Discworld in a way. If okay. you've read any novels, um, where like the potions, the potions teach one of the one of the number one potions teachers is an ooze. <laughs> really? Yeah, she is an ooze. Okay. Um, but the 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 story is is good enough to kind of like still push through even if the game is kind of the fighting is kind of basic yeah the combat system itself is is pretty basic but uh still i mean still fun which is yeah. which is nice um and also one that it was a game that i had slept on for a while i i'd slept on when it first came That's out be comfortable i looked <laughs> <laughs> i looked at it and i was like man this looks like just a generic roguelite that I don't, I'm not that interested in. Yeah. And then uh, I came on the Game Pass, so I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot because I like the, I like the aesthetic. It's it's the 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 actual the game aesthetic feels very like Hellboy, Mike Magnolia style, heavy, oh, cool. heavy shading, uh, art, yeah, uh, shading art, and it's called Void Bastards. Okay. Ooh, and, I've heard of White Void Bastards. Is that on Game Pass? You said. It's on Game Pass for PC. Uh, should be probably for uh, regular Xbox as well. Okay, but it's it is a roguelite, but you have so you you are a you're a prisoner who's been reanimated to go on a go on a mission, trying to find all these parts to start putting a ship back together. Okay, and so you go out and you try to go as far as deep into the star system as you can, trying to get different parts and resources to get back to the ship and you eventually you will die okay and they reanimate another prisoner and you're that prisoner you go out so it has some of the uh like the rogue legacy stuff where hmm. each character has a unique uh mutation or quirk about them yeah wake up so then you have to deal with that uh, every stage has a unique uh modifiers to it so if you play it right, you can go to you can go to a whole bunch of places that are super easy. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. <laughs> huh. 
Okay, nice. Um, then you, then yeah, then you have to go. You go salvage. You go through a bunch of uh, derelict ships, salvage what you can, defeat all the enemies that are there. Well, fight off the enemies that you can. Okay. Oh, is it pretty then, tough? Uh, so I mean, sometimes it can be uh, if you don't have the right loadout, okay. or um, there are a few enemies that are damn near impossible to kill. Not not impossible, but damn damn improbable to kill. Okay. Uh, as well as there are pirates and a giant space squid that float around the map as well that you have to avoid. Well, Otherwise, the, the, the pirates will follow you until you take them out, and the space squid just annihilates that node. Shit. And if you happen to be on that node, sorry, game over. Oh my god. Wow. Um, when you restart, do you restart with like any uh, things that you picked up? or So... Uh, the the cool thing what I love is that you can improve your care package. Okay. When you start, you get a care package that has X amount of stuff in it. But throughout the you know as you're getting more resources, you can get the resources to improve the care package, so that when you restart, you have better stuff. And then any of the things that you unlock as you're playing are there for the next player or the next character to use. Oh, okay. So. So, like, if you unlock the shotgun, you don't have to get... Because that, that's one of the things that drove me nuts with, like... Um, I, lo- I love it to death, but uh, Dead Cells mm-hmm. uh, and West West of Dead. Uh, games like this, where you, un- you can unlock it, but that just means that you unlock a weapon. That means that it's going to show up eventually in one of the random encounters. Okay. Versus uh, your whole loadout. Can you know you can you can choose your loadout before you get into the ship on Void Bastards, and so if you unlock the shotgun, you have the shotgun for the for the rest of the game. You unlock the the rifle, you have it for the rest of the game. You unlock the riveter, you have it for the rest of the game. Okay, that, that's definitely that the way to really do it. Useful. Because uh, it yeah, doesn't, it doesn't feel like you lose everything when you die. Which that's really good because that's what I think makes like roguelikes really good, right? As you're playing the game, you're getting better. And you're getting farther into the into the game, right? And yep. uh, there are, there are some that that's like they, they you know if you know it, if you know about going into it advance that's fine but like if you consent to it yeah you can you can be mean but <laughs> okay and it's like uh, first person right it is first person yes okay uh, the artwork looks really cool I like that kind of style yeah that's like I said it, it reminds me a lot of uh, Mike Magnolia Hellboy yeah. And I saw there's a lot of good stuff coming to Game Pass this month. Um, yeah, man, there, there there is, and there's also a lot they they did uh, the thing with EA finally, like almost everything on EA is now on Game Pass too. Okay, Ooh. and mm-hmm. you'll be able to finally play um, Boston Doom Eternal that's on Game Pass for the PC yeah. on the third. Oh, is it? Oh, so it's gonna be on the third? Hell you know, yeah! Um, unfortunately, Control is not gonna be on the PC version. For some reason, it says here that PC is only going to be on the Game Pass for console and Android. Hmm. Well, I know that that's weird. Uh, well, actually, that was that was one of the things that because Kim uh, Kelly mentioned that you were talking about the Nintendo Switch streaming thing that you were yep. playing around with. Yep. And she was looking into it to see if she wanted to mess around with it. And one of the things she they were talking about was that like control runs at such a has requires so many resources that yeah the switch cannot run it on its own no so that's probably why they're not going to do it for the game the pc game pass 
is because a lot of PCs probably cannot run control. That, but do you think like so? What will do you think they'll do? Kind of like what the Switch does, where they do it uh, kind of virtually, where you're playing off of some other. I guess that's what you're doing. Yeah, right? why would they? You're not so, playing it off they, of your so, Switch. Yeah, because like for yeah, the the joy of that is that you're playing it off the Switch. For this, it'd be like, why would we bother? Just, yeah, just go by the go by the full version and hope that it's uh more compatible. Okay, but that's kind of good that you're getting Doom. Um, because I guess that's like, so is that how they usually do it? Because that kind of surprised <laughs> me. Do they usually do the Game Pass where like it starts on the console and then comes to like the the PC and the Androids later on? So far that I've seen. Okay. Yeah, so sometimes, uh, sometimes it's it's one or the other too. Like it might be on PC yep. and not on on console or vice versa. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, did you finish the Dark Siders before they got pulled? Uh, I finished Dark Siders three before it got pulled. Okay. I'm still working my way through Genesis. How's Genesis? It is. It's okay. okay. It's fun. Like again, was with most of the Dark Siders stuff the. The, the the story is more important than the actual gameplay. Okay. But the gameplay is kind of fun. It's very it's very grindy. Oh. Um mainly because it's like they, there's a bunch of stuff you can do to get more resources and get more points to upgrade your character, but you have to like just about explore like every inch of the map to okay. To even get like you know, half of it, and uh, sometimes you have to just come back and do do some of the levels over and over again uh, until you until you get it right. And it, and it just it feels like <clears throat> it feels like it was tacked on at the end rather than part of the original gameplay because I don't I don't I, I, it just feels like chores. It feels like chore work, like extra stuff that I'm supposed to do rather than part of the game and the logical progression that you would go down of just. Oh, and exploring. Here's this other cool stuff. Mm. It's like, nope, you got to go. You got to make sure to break every single box. If you miss one, haha, you didn't get the. <laughs> oh damn! The really? Mm. Yeah. Uh, did they let you know? Like, uh, is there something you can pull up to let you know? Hey, there, you got everything in the level. There is a yeah. They do have a. Ooh, sorry. Well, they do have uh, a. It's been fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you have a list. Okay. You have a list of what's what you can do, but it it doesn't. There's no tracking system, so you just have to you have to hope that you have explored enough. And um, who do you play in this one? Uh, you play as strife, okay, and war. It's set during a time before war was uh, captured by the council. Mm-hmm. So he is still a playable character, and uh, it's kind of fun because you can do two—you do two-player local co-op as well as two-player online co-op—and you can switch between the two characters as you want. If you want to go for more of a melee hack and slash character versus the uh, slightly more ranged uh, strife. Okay, is it where does it set itself in like the series? Hmm. Oh, is that would that be spoiler territory? No, I just don't. I know it's before Darksiders one. Okay, so that's a prequel uh, to all of them, then. Let me see here. 
you're asking the hard-hitting questions tonight, Ryan. Okay. I am an investigative Dark journalist. Star. This is what mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Darksiders Genesis is the most recent game in the series. Is actually where the earliest events in the timeline take place. Okay. The beginning of Darksiders. And then Darksiders 3 technically takes place after Darksiders 1, or at least during. And then Darksiders 2 takes place after Darksiders 3. Okay. And then the rest of... Oh, so, right, so Darksiders 3 takes place during the first events of Darksiders 1. Darksiders 2 takes, upon, takes, a, takes place during the events of Darksiders 1. And then Darksiders continues to wherever the current point in the uh, apocalypse is. Okay. It's kind of interesting the way they've done all the games. Like, I, one and two are probably still my favorite. Three intimidates me because you said it was Dark Soulish, and yeah, but nowhere near as hard. Okay, well, that's oh, good. There you go. There you go. Uh, you... Yeah. Scott, yeah, trying... I'm trying to get him to get the Demon Souls, and I'm like, I'm, I'm too, I'm too precious. I hear it's amazing on PS5. But you thought Dark Siders Three isn't as hard as the Demon Souls games? Oh no. No, no, no. <laughs> that's a static. No. <laughs> yes, that's a, all right. Good. Uh, break it up to be as hard as the Dark Souls games. Okay. Or you can put in the story. You can put it on story mode like I did, and the the bat, the combat is nowhere near as difficult. Okay. Good. Good. That's the only way I wish that they would do those games. I know that's a part of the whole uh, the whole gimmick and the why people love those games, but. I want to play through one of them because I heard there's actually really cool story building, cool levels, and it's like uh, right now it's just all blocked off to me because I'm a, I'm a little scared Ryan. <laughs> Man, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I I get it. Uh, they are so fun. I mean, it's it's I've probably never died so much in a game that I have in, in Dark Souls, the first Dark Souls games. I've I've played some of Demon Souls a long time ago, but not nowhere near enough to nor. No, no, near as much to have the the soul the actual Dark Souls series. Yeah, I've died so many in Dark Souls one. I I, I could probably have have, have be a millionaire for if I got a, a dollar for the time I've died. Uh, okay. But having said that, though, I've had so much fun with it. It's nice. it's such a, and it's so. I think it's because of how challenging it is. It's so rewarding to beat something, you know, like it because yeah. it's so it's so difficult. Yeah, you really feel like you really have, have earned your job, and you know it's it, it's very gratifying. Okay, um, what have you been playing, Scott? I'm afraid to tell you, man. You're, you're asking all these hard questions. I don't, I don't think I, I want to tell you. Look, I'm Barbara Walters tonight. Okay? <laughs> I'm, asking, I'm like, what, <laughs> right. what kind of twee would you be? Right. right. Um, uh, so what have you been playing? One thing that I've been playing is also from the ga- the Game Pass uh, collection. It's the uh, Galactic. Um, Oh, the mining game. Oh, what's it? Oh, I forgot what it's called. Uh, Galactic oh, like, Space Mining uh, Game. Rock uh, shit. Hold up. Yeah. It's on the Game Pass. Yeah. Um, Galactic. Um, Galactic Rock. Deep Rock Galactic. That's what Deep it Rock is. Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah. So, I don't play it so bad. I'll do. It, it's so fun. Uh, so basically, it's it's a one to four player game. Uh, you're playing as these uh, dwarven miners uh, in deep space. Uh, so okay. you start off on this. You're, you have a main like little space hub that yeah. you you can walk around in and get your missions from and upgrade your character and, and all that uh and then so you have four different this classes to choose from to play and they all have their different strengths and, and weaknesses so you have like the gunner uh which is just has he's like a got like a awesome like a little minigun and just some really cool weapons uh you have an engineer uh which has little gun turrets that you can spawn and 
you can shoot like platforms to where you can access higher things than you normally wouldn't be able to. And then you have like a miner uh, where, or no, it's called a driller uh, where he can mine things really, really quick. Uh, okay. And then you have what's called a scout. So in the game, since you're in these caves, it's all dark. Uh, so you have these little uh, flares that you can throw out uh, and they kind of regen over time. If you're playing as a scout, you have those same flares, uh, but you also have a gun that shoots out a flare that that stays for everybody, and so it's 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 just it's a lot easier to see what you're doing if you have a scout with you. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's it's so so fun, uh, and and each each there there's so many different variations on what you do too when you go into the to the mines. Um, you know, you gotta sometimes collect eggs or or kill a certain amount of creatures or do escort missions. There's there's, there's a lot of variety into the game. But it's okay. super is fun. It, is it like a roguelike? Um, ish, uh, because you you go. It's not exactly. I wouldn't exactly describe it roguelike, uh, because like you you do go and do things like that. But it's not. Uh, it's not. I wouldn't consider it that style of a game. Okay. Uh, th- think of like, well, let's let's say you're playing in Minecraft and you're going into one one area to to mine certain things. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it's like that, okay. but different variations each time you go in. Oh, so it's like a uh, randomly procedured. Uh, yeah, <laughs> randomly procedurally generated. Right. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then you can you 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 actually pick what what mission you want to do before you go out and go in, and yeah. then you 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 can level up your character based on what you haven't haven't done yet. So if you want to, you know, go to mission A and do this, you, know, you actually can pick a mission that uh, will let you go do that exact same thing you're trying to level up your your guy to do. Okay. Um, and then it's it's I've been playing it with Ron with uh, Waller um, quite okay. a bit. It's, it's a really fun multiplayer game. Yeah, it, lo- um, it looks like, like cross. There's cross play between PC and uh, Xbox One. So oh, there we oh, go, cool. man. We got to play then. Yes, get, get Boston in there. We're getting in there. Um, it's it's, it, it's really addicting. Are you able to do it single player? Or oh yeah, I just... single player a lot. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, so if if you play single player, you actually have a uh, a bot. Uh, that comes with you, uh, yeah. and that you can actually level up the bot too. So he'll he'll fight with you because it's 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 a it's a really challenging if you're by yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. If you didn't have that bot, I don't know how you'd survive because he he actually will uh, revive you up to three or four times or however many points you have into that. Uh, so it, you know it, it'd be impossible if you didn't have that bot with you. Oh, wow. uh, it looks nice. The graphics look really nice. It really does, man. It's a very good. I was surprised when I started playing how good it looked. So yeah. I, I, uh, it's another one of the games I've been watching um, my Canadian overlords play. <laughs> yeah, because um, they they were playing it on one of the streams, and there's like a bunch of cool stuff you can do like in the in the downtime area. Oh, there like, is. Yes, uh, you can put all you can pay like actual you know, the in game credits to uh, change the music on the jukebox to random shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you can you can buy uh, alcohol to give you. Uh, perks on your uh, next mission you you're, you're doing and there's so many different you can turn turn off the gravity so you start start floating around and in, in inside the, the little ship you're in it's it's very cool oh that sounds so, awesome i was playing uh with waller and uh sophie so sophie's is my friend's five-year-old little girl uh and so she she didn't want to do any of the missions she just wanted to play around in the little little spaceship you're in and once you once she discovered you could turn off the gravity it's all she wanted to do <laughs> <laughs> She is precious, and she likes to trash talk. She was like, "Oh yeah." She had some good lines against Drew when we were playing uh, Crash Bandicoot Racing. <laughs> Did she? I think I missed that. <laughs> yeah, I was cracking up because like Drew was just really awful at it. Uh huh. She and let so, her like, children know. 
she let her know that a five-year-old was beating her. She <laughs> she awful. let her know. I wouldn't do that because I can get that where like people would say like you know what you got to let your kids win when you're playing. Right. I couldn't do that. I think the competitive nature them, right? I have would make <laughs> me mad if I if I lost to like a five-year-old. Yeah, but then you can say you did it on purpose. That's true, but deep down in my heart, I would know the truth. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I think uh, you would wait for two or three podcasts later to really uh, tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would reveal the truth at that point. <laughs> yes. Um Yeah, you know, sometimes you got to cleanse your soul, but you got to. Yeah, you got to get to that point yeah. first. Yeah. Um, have you been playing anything else? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the uh, I, I remember how much I loved the original Mafia game back in the day on PC. Okay. And Xbox had a sale recently. Well, uh, yeah, uh, well, a lot of people places did, but uh, they had the Mafia trilogy game uh, on like the, oh, had all the definitive editions. It was yeah. on sale for like I don't know forty bucks or whatever. So I bought that. So I've been playing a lot of Mafia One as well. Okay, right. and it's yeah, like it's, the redone version, right? Yeah, it is. It's like the the they call it the definitive edition. Okay, are they all three games remastered or just the first one? The all three of them are remastered. Okay. Yeah, but yep. I heard it holds up. Do you feel that way? I think it does. Uh, yeah, because I, I mean, I played the original Mafia. God, when did that come out? It was years ago uh, on PC. Definitive edition means we didn't get a game of the year that year. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, but what's what's weird is uh, I guess I'm so used to playing uh, the Grand Theft Auto games. So when you're playing, at least on the first Mafia, I don't know about two or three yet. When you're playing, you know how on Grand Theft Auto you you pick when you want to do your missions, and then you just have free time to do whatever you want. Yeah. Not like that in Mafia One. Uh, oh. Yeah, so you you basically go from mission to mission. Uh, then you can you can quit playing the whole game altogether and go into what's called free mode. Uh, then you you start the game on like a the free ride mode where you can do whatever you want, but there's no active mm. missions to pick from. And so it's like really? you do one of the yeah, it's so weird. It, that's that the only thing be, that I'm having, having trouble getting used to. That would be really weird because the thing I like about um like like those kind of games is uh uh like I hate the first like. 30 minutes or so when you're like getting the story and learning stuff. Cause I just want to yeah. go explore the world and do what I want. Right. Right. That That's my, that's, I think, honestly, I think that's my only complaint really uh, is yeah. like, I wish it was that way. So it's not very, it's not fully open world. What year did you say it came out in? No, it's, it's completely open world. Uh, it just makes you go from mission to mission. Uh, okay. But it's still, you still have a gigantic world. I, mean, you, I guess in a sense you could, I guess do it, but yeah. I don't know if it would, I don't know if it would say your mission was failed. I don't. I haven't really tried, so I don't really know. The worst open world game I think I ever played was um, L.A. Noir. I <laughs> never played that game. It's it's not really that fun. And do you agree, Boston? Like the open world was very bland and boring. Uh, it it definitely encouraged you to stay on. It, it encouraged you to stay on the missions because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> Oh yeah. wow! The only, I think one of the only side quests was to find certain cars and steal them, or do something like that. Right. Um, very, very boring. And I think, yeah, it was, it was not good. And I was not good at that game. I, I probably sentenced a lot of innocent people to death. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I know you did it. <laughs> yeah, there would be some cool like sequences, like when you were chasing the guy through the um, movie studio. There were right. some cool sequences in the game, but it was really weird that that was a Rockstar game because they're usually more quality than that. Well, I mean, it's um, it reminds me it reminds me of uh, video I was watching by Wisecrack talking about the worst movie ever made. Their their opinion, the worst movie ever made, mm-hmm. being uh, Southland Tales. Okay, 
yep, I know the one you're talking about. Never seen it, but I heard it's really bad. Well, and it's and he said the the reason why he considers it the most the most the worst movie ever is because of how lofty they set their heights versus mm. how far they fell. Right. Okay. So it's an Icarus thing. I feel like L.A. Noir kind of falls in that same category. They tried to go. Like I commend them for trying to go so far above and beyond, okay. whatever what was yeah what people were doing at the time, but they it, it still didn't live up to the the hype that they themselves built. Okay, so yeah. you would say it's kind of like a noble failure. Yeah, and like some of the remastered versions do have better. They fixed a lot of the issues with the, um, the facial system. Mm-hmm. I remember that was um. It was like one of the first remasters they did of it. They, uh, how was it? They, the everything, everything sped up except for the actual gameplay, and so they'd be going. Th- they would go through all their facial motions in like half of a second. Oh God! They just look like twitching mess. Like, <laughs> so like it just looks like they're. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Yeah, you have no idea what they're what they're I'm thinking. Having a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's yeah. So, hmm. so you think it's just one of those things? Because I've always felt the same way about um, Shadows of the Colossus. Like, I heard it's such a really good game, but I only tried it on the PlayStation Two, and at that point, it was more powerful than what that machine could really do. It it pushed the PS2 to its limits. I I, I love that game. Uh, I I think I have the remastered one on PS3. I think is what I did it on. Um, but yeah, I I loved that game oh. i think i think uh what i was so impressed about it was because of how little there was in the game and how much i loved it and, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's just a game where you're fighting uh bosses that's all it is yeah um, but it's so are, well done and they're kind of like puzzles right like trying to figure yeah. out how to get up them yeah each one so yeah it's 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 basically a big giant puzzle of a trying to figure out what to do uh and then b how to do it <laughs> once you figure it out because uh, they're <laughs> and they're all so different uh the you know the bosses Okay. But it was very impressive for a PS2 game, for sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I've heard, like, um, I think they've done remasters on, the, I think, the PlayStation 3 and maybe the 4. They made, I don't think they did it on 3. They might have done it on 4, too. I can't remember. They did, they did one on 4. They did not do one on 3. Oh, okay. Um, was it 4? But the, when they did the they did the remake, they had to, like, completely do their, redo the controls. Because... How people play video games had changed so much. Since. Oh, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, that's probably why they're not really uh, keen on like doing remasters of like Tomb Raider one or two. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's like, probably right. Not, oh, I can't believe that we put ourselves through that shit. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing. It was, it was the Wild West, man. No one knew what to do. Yeah, man. We all, we, all, we all fucking loved it. Yeah. No, and I still hold that Tomb Raider two that stage that's set in the upside down ship is uh-huh. like one of the best like level designs of all time i love that level i'd love to see it redone but I, like you said i think uh, it would just be too tricky probably yeah. not super tricky and you know those people that are doing that 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 did the marvel game are probably not going to be doing a second one no probably not <laughs> yeah i think they had their plan that that was going to be a game that was going to take uh span several years of updates and stuff and i I don't see it lasting another year. No, I'll be—I would be shocked if it lasted a year. Yeah, Spider-Man will probably give it a little bit of a boost, but yeah, but then it, that much of one though, I don't think so. Yeah, 
and it's just so crazy. Um, you had speaking of Spider Man, you had some uh, news this year, right, Scott? Oh, I do, I do. Uh, a couple of news regarding, uh, well, regarding an actor who's played Spider Man. Okay. Uh, so it's a, it's it's a battle with Tom Holland. Uh, okay. So he actually is going to be playing uh, Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie. I think that's perfect. I do too. I think it's great. Uh, I agree. I agree with y'all, but my boss does not, and I think it's hilarious. Really? Oh, your boss is against this? <laughs> oh yeah, he he hates he hates Tom Holland as a uh, Drake. Really? Really? Okay. Okay. Well, it makes sense because it's a younger Drake. Yeah, it is. It is definitely younger Drake, right? Um, who's Scully? Oh, I don't know. I didn't. Let's see if it says. I don't know if they've actually announced that yet. Let's see. Well, you're looking for that. So he just really just does not like the idea of Tom Holland as as Drake. He doesn't. He he wants he wants a he wants an older uh older grizzled Drake, and he's upset that they're they're making it they're making him younger. So who does he want? You know, I haven't got that out of him yet, but. That's what you need to find Mark, out. To Mark Wahlberg is playing Sully. What? Actually, I think that. Uh, I yeah, I remember he, Wahlberg was supposed to be. He Drake. was supposed to be Drake. Yeah, and it what? says uh, because of multiple delays and uh, revolving door a door of directors, uh, now Mark is is going to be playing Sully, and Tom Holland is playing Young Drake. You took too long. Now your Wahlberg's gone. Right. <laughs> That's going to be because I'm just used to Mark Wahlberg move, being in movies now where he's like a cop. Yeah, that's a good point. Like that's gonna be fascinating. Uh, uh huh. And he's have they wrapped un uh, Uncharted yet? Because I know he's filming Spider Man right now. Uh, no, I have to look that up too. Uh, and the other call today was that uh, he's Tom Holland's gonna be a uh, a presenter on the uh, the game of the word or the game award shows. Nice. Probably to promote the movie, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, look that up. I think they were still in filming of that. Yeah, and um, and they're already talking right now that it's pr- it's more than likely going to be the multiverse, but the Spider-Man movie. Oh, okay, okay. Which is interesting because after the second one, I just assumed they were going to do the whole like the, the rumor was it was going to be Craven, like it was going to be hunting him through New York since everything Spider-Man's a murderer now. Um, which I thought was a kind of a cool idea because you've seen you both have seen like the Morbius trailer, right? Have I? Seen, I don't. Yeah. There's a scene in the Morbius trailer where he walks past this, uh, uh, like a poster of Spider-Man, and it's got the word "murderer" written across it. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, but supposedly, I guess Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to come back and be Spider-Man. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool. Um, to have him. I think so, but I'm worried that um, Tobey Maguire is going to be like a bad influence on little young Tom Holland. Yeah, <laughs> for two <laughs> reasons, and only two reasons. One, he's a notorious poker player, so I'm worried he's going to get Tom Holland caught up in that world. Sure. And two, I think he's going to make him join the Pussy Posse. <laughs> Do you remember the Pussy Posse? I remember something about it. I don't remember what it was, though. It was, um, do you remember who was in that group, uh, uh, Boston? No. So, been... let me look here. It was basically like, they were like basic, like the like entourage, like just a bunch of assholes, um, but big named, big named assholes. Um, mm-hmm. So it was uh, the main one was uh, Tobey Maguire, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, David Blaine was a part of that. Um, Lucas Haas, who I that name sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't remember where he's from. Um, mm-hmm. 
Kevin Conley, who played little Air, little E on Entourage, mm-hmm. and oddly enough, Doctor Fauci. It's weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and that's my worry is that the cap that the, that that McGuire is going to kind of seduce him to be a part of all that. Right, he's going to corrupt corrupt your little little man. Yeah, because Tom Holland's precious. Right. Oh, by the way, <laughs> filming wrapped on October 29th. For Uncharted. Uh, yes. Okay, okay. perfect. Okay. Um, yeah, and then he's like, he's got a new movie right now that they've started talking about. Like, uh, I think it's uh, next year, right? That horror ass weird movie. Which one? That weird ass horror movie he's in. No, I didn't know he was in a horror movie. Um, I know he's in a movie where this the girl he's with can read his thoughts. Hmm. Yeah, horror movie. Is that a horror? <laughs> I mean, I guess it would be. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. Well done. Good, good well, one. Good one, Boston. Well done. Um, yes. Uh, I know he's just in a movie on Netflix called The uh, Devil All the Time. Yes, that's it. Devil All the Time. Okay. But I don't think that's a horror movie. Did you think it was a horror movie because it's got the word devil in it? Hold up. Uh... Sinister characters converge around a young man devoted to protecting those he loves in a post-war backwoods town teeming with corruption and brutality. Okay, I guess a thriller, but... Okay. Um, Chaos Walking is the one that I was thinking of. What makes me happy is it's Doug Lehman doing, uh, directing it. He did um, the first Bourne movie. He did oh. uh, Swingers. He did Go. Um, he's done some really good movies. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's being written by Charlie Kaufman. Cool, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's... Uh, I'm trying to see who else is in it here, because it's um Tom Holland and basically this uh this uh, he meets this girl that can read his mind, um and I guess the the, the whole their people can all read different minds. Oh, it's Daisy Ridley. That's okay. right. All right. Yeah, and Mads Mikkelsen is in it. See again, horror movie clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Mads Mikkelsen, we watched Polar the other night. Have either one of you seen that? I have not. Yes. Isn't that a great movie, Boston? So good. It is, and it's such a good, like, there are so many pleasant jabs towards uh, John Wick and that, yep. and that really, like, yeah. when he shoots, he shoots his own dog by accident. Oh, oh, <laughs> ouch. Tired. He gets a dog, and then, like, the dog, like, barks and wakes him up, and he just shoots him re- re- out of reaction. He's like, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's, don't worry, the dog went to a farm um but uh the whole movie is basically he's like a a, a hitman that's going to retire like the the people he works for after um certain when you reach 50 you have to retire but you basically have invested money in you and you get to retire and live the rest of your days like rich and just doing whatever you want yeah. and the guy who runs the organization is basically want to do a scam where if they die um I think before, right before they get retired or something like that, the money goes back to him or goes to him. Yeah, if you die at all, part of the contract is if you die at all, all the money they pay you goes back into the company. Yep. So he hires a bunch of the new, the new young young bloods to start taking out the dudes who are like within a year of retirement. Yeah, uh, and it's uh, first, uh, first kill in the movie is Johnny Knoxville, isn't it? <laughs> yes, Johnny Knoxville is the first one to die. Well, that, uh, that chick that plays the the honeypot in the movie for him, um, pretty attractive. All right, yeah, All it's right. a and that whole sex scene, that five minute sex scene. 
that was uh, pretty interesting too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's super fun. I think it's uh it's Netflix. Uh, well, somebody yeah, it's, it's on Netflix. Somebody uh, uh tagged me once upon about half a year ago. Tagged me with uh a picture of of Mr. Blute played by Matt Lucas, <laughs> the bad guy from there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why does this look like Boston on stage? <laughs> You're not. Oh my God, it does. Holy shit! Oh my god! Yeah, I had like all the colored, uh, the the more colorful jackets and shit. Uh, oh my god! In a in a different world, you could have been the 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 new uh, host of the Great British Bake Off. Yes. Yes, oh. I. Uh, I think you would have done. I think you would have done phenomenal on that show. Yep. Did you have any uh, stuff that you wanted to talk about, Boston? I feel like that was a weird segue. It just feels like, like <laughs> therapy. Boston, did you want to talk to the crowd about something? Boston, you got some shit to get off your set. Uh, <laughs> video game related. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it's been. No, not really. Just okay. been doing. Well, we, did, we didn't. Uh, we didn't talk about the. Uh... The PlayStation Five and Xbox um, pre-order scandals. Oh, was there some scandals? Well, I don't think it's scandals, but there was some uh, some shadiness going on with all the bots and stuff. What were the bots doing? Well, they were trying to get all the all the pre-orders and uh, resell them for a whole, a whole lot of money. Is this a part of like, how the robots take over the world? It is. It is. Uh, that's exactly what it is. This is how so- it all starts. Explain how the bots do it, because that's the thing I've never really understood. So I, I'm not. So what it is, I don't know exactly how they do it, but there, there's some, there's some kind of a computer program uh, that once, once because when they when they release these pre-orders, they release it at a certain time. Uh, yeah. So you have to be first come, first serve. So what these bots do uh, is they're automatically they're, they're they're able to do it quicker than a human being can do anything. You know, because it's oh, yeah. the second that they're able to pre-order the game or the that you actually can take pre-orders for the consoles, they're already doing their, their thing. So okay. there, there's there's these kind of programs where they go in and they they, they, they try to get as much as they possibly can, uh, and then that, that stops from anybody else from being able to buy them. And that's why that's one reason why it's so hard to, to get them. A because the bots and B they just didn't make enough, um, and then they just resell them for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Uh, oh, more yeah, than yeah. What, they, what they originally bought them for. Yep. Um, like there's there, there's a company get overseas, I think, that they actually uh, you pay them like I don't know how much money it is, and they show you how to get into their program and do it themselves. And it's it's a weird thing. Uh, and there's this company called Very, uh, who they they found out there was a a, a bot company that had ordered about a thousand of their of their uh, consoles, and they canceled every one of them. Did they? So they yes. caught them. They caught them. Uh, they okay. canceled every single one of them. Um, and I think I think some real people got involved in that too, which is the downside, uh, okay. because out of those thousands, I think there was a few of the actual legit, you know, customers who were who uh, were trying to, to get them, but they, I guess they didn't have a way of differentiating the two between the bots and the real customers, so they just, they just canceled every single one of them. Okay. Right. Which yeah. that, that's awesome for the bots. It's crappy for the regular people, but I thought that was kind of sweet justice. I think I thought. No, for sure. And I read somewhere where they were talking, just they were interviewing one of those groups that. That's what they do, and that's how they make their money. Yeah, and they were talking about like they're just like people that are trying to survive and make it through the pandemic. Right, they're trying to justify what they're doing. Yeah, right. and, exactly. But I think that's a lot of times people that are being super scummy. 
that's something they have to do in their yeah. brains because nobody sure. wants to sit there and go, wait, are we the bad guys? Exactly. No, yeah. no, we're still we can to make, make money, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we're get, we're letting people still have their Christmases. They're just having <laughs> yeah. to pay us um, hundreds of dollars more. Times. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I respect my friend Jason. Is that he didn't? Yeah, he could have done. He could have definitely done that to Kadalia. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I could have I mean, done that to Kadalia. It's, it's one thing to to let you, to let your buddy be on it, but he doesn't even know Kadalia, uh, and he he just, he just let him charge the, the the regular amount. Yeah, yeah, it's super good. But yeah, that's um one of those things where it it just I don't remember. A launch being this difficult to get a hold of. I just I remember don't the either. old days where you uh, you just had to stand in uh, uh, Walmart or outside a GameStop for like five yeah. or six hours. No, it's different. The Nintendo has always been notorious for that, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Systems, but that that's a different story. Yep, they actually had. Um, they were talking about like uh, I guess it was, um, Black Friday. Um, they had GameStops had PlayStation PlayStation fives, but a lot of the GameStops only had. We're only going to get two PlayStation 5s in, but I don't know if they told the people in line because there were people, uh, basically lines of people. Oh, um, man. These two people, I can't remember what city it was in, but they, they had uh, pictures of them on Twitter where they actually brought a bid mattress and a frame. That's crazy. And they had basically set themselves up there since like uh, Wednesday. I heard too that they were only, that GameStop was only letting people buy it in, in, those, in those crappy bundles. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's GameStop's always, always does that. Yep. They get more money. Oh yeah, they do. If you don't, but yeah, but I used to back in the day, you could pre-order like when a new system comes out, and you know it was oh, yeah. guaranteed. Oh yeah, that's not like that anymore. Nope. Yeah, it's just kind of. But I know a lot of people. That's why a lot of people now, I think, are um, you know, are waiting because this has been a weird launch where yeah, there's nothing except maybe I guess Astrobot and that. Demon Soul remake, maybe. There's nothing that's coming out on the PlayStation Five that you can't play elsewhere. Right, and that's one reason why I didn't even try to fight this madness. Uh, because like, and it's the same thing on Xbox. There's not either. Yeah. There's not anything that I just have to have right now on both systems. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you know, that so. Xbox have anything like original. I don't think so. I don't know of anything. Boston, do you? Oh, which one? Uh, on uh, the on the uh, Xbox Series X. Uh, I don't think there's anything like launch that was exclusive for xbox was there am i missing something i don't think so yeah i think they yeah i think the xbox was supposed to have um it's supposed to be halo halo was going to be the big one and that right. didn't happen and i don't know if they did a forza because i'm not seeing any reviews of a new forza and that's usually something that would that's have a lot big of... flagship uh, game yeah this is forza so i, I don't I don't think so. That's probably their uh, biggest thing right now, because I don't think is Gears of War really even a thing. I know they still make games, but is it? Yeah, Gears Tactics launched with <laughs> Gears Tactics. Well, oh, there you there, go. There you go. That's a that's a system launcher. Um, yeah. One thing that uh, IGN reported earlier today is the Xbox Series S can play PlayStation Two games. I saw something about that, like some sort of an emulator or something involved with that, right? Is that yeah, what I heard? they said um, Series S and Series X consoles uh, can do this. Um, according to a YouTuber, Modern Vintage Gamer, there's a loophole in the Series' XSS's uh, developer mode that lets users boot a variety of emulators, including ones that support PlayStation 2, Dreamcast, oh. GameCube, and Wii games. Um, so they basically were able to run God of War, Metal Gear Solid 2, Silent Hill 2, and many more own it. Which That's crazy, man. I guess that kind of makes sense because I read somewhere 
where um, the the new Xbox of uh, Skyrim, you can actually do some of the mods now. Oh, you can. Yes, uh, huh. the the big game of the year edition thing on, on Xbox for for Skyrim. Yeah, that, you can do all the. I don't know about all, but you can do most of the of the PC mods on on uh, Xbox now. Which I think is super cool because that's always oh, sure. one of the things that always would make me sad is. Like, if I'm playing on a console, I can't do Macho Man mode on, like, Skyrim. <laughs> right. um, and you would just go online, there'd be, like, some really cool Doom modes that you can look at. Yeah. And, like, those games, those things are basically blocked off to anybody, like, on a console. Yep. So I have that, that edition on Xbox, and I was I was looking through all the mods. There is there is all kinds of them on there right now. Yeah. It's and not like they just have, awesome. like, just two or three. I yeah, want a game do. where it's like the, every every level is something that a user has to make, like Little Big Planet or anything like that. Right. I don't want to play games like that. I don't want to play a game where you're just giving me tools and make me make my own stage. In a yeah, way, I'm too, that's I'm too lazy for that, man. Yeah, in a way, that's kind of like the um, the the bagging yourself line at the grocery store. Sometimes it <laughs> right. feels convenient, but then when you're halfway through it, you're like, damn it, I could have just shoved my. I could have just it. let them do this for me. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah. Does anybody else have any kind of news stories they want to talk about? I think it's all I had was those two. Boston? Um, uh, there was a... Is he drunk? Um, I think so. there was a... No, I'm not drunk. Okay, all right. You know what? This is also uh, a co- this is also an intervention podcast, Boston. Yes. I, I need you to understand how your, your drinking is affecting me personally. Yeah. I've been alcohol in so long. Okay. <laughs> um, Something something, uh, something, 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 something dark side. New content that actually wasn't shit. Uh, apparently, WoW has some new content that might be shit. Oh. Um, so, how was it? Did you tr- did you try the new Fall uh, Fallout stuff? Yeah, I, I finally I finally uh, reached in there. The Steel Dawn update, where they're the Appalachian chapter of the Brotherhood of Steel. <laughs> the hillbilly elegy. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Okay. But, it's just, it's just so one of the things about Fallout and the Fallout lore in general has been a lot of dissension between the Brotherhood of Steel on the East Coast versus the West Coast. Okay. Because in all of the Fallout series up until Fallout 3, the Brotherhood of Steel were fucking dicks. Okay. They just were complete assholes. assholes. And their their only goal was to protect old world technology so it doesn't fall in the hands of you stupid idiots that blew the world up in the first place. (laughs) And that was their whole goal. That was their whole thing. And then in Fallout 3, Bethesda decided that they needed to be friendlier. And so they made like the West Coast chapter that wanted to help people and take care of the area and help help rebuild this land uh so much so that there's even a you can actually find the, they call themselves the dissenters or the outlaws okay they're like yeah it's funny that we call ourselves the outlaws even though we're the ones that are sticking by the original codex jackass uh-huh. uh and that was they were a bit more of a return to form in fallout 4 but in fallout 76 they're kind of leaning back towards the other other way where it's I guess because it's still so early after the bombs drop, they're still like, well, let's try and keep people not dead. Maybe okay. not sick, but like yeah. less dead is probably better for us. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, actually, uh, the, one of the first missions was actually really cool because uh, it was just it was just story. Like, 
it was just it was technically a fetch quest but they hit it so well um <laughs> where it's like you have to go through and he's just like all right go talk to the petitioners down below see what they want then bring it and bring the information back to me so you go and you talk to everybody you can interrogate them as best you can and then you go back up and you can talk to the, the paladin and he's just like yeah that's dumb not doing it <laughs> yep uh-uh no that mm, that's dead no no my favorite was like two dudes uh, two dudes in power armor robbed me and they said they report the brotherhood of steel he's like yeah yeah no we don't we don't do that shit uh he can go figure out who they were on his own <laughs> so he shuts down all of them but like it was it was it was definitely a good introduction to like oh this is what to expect from the brotherhood got it got it <laughs> okay that sounds that sounds really cool so it's it's getting better each time they do these new updates yeah that's awesome so you've not have you played a lot of it yet because i think it just it released by accident right uh yeah there was there was the issue of it releasing by accident <laughs> because there was some glitch and so xbox uh xbox one players got the download before the pc and playstation right. players. i heard about that they <laughs> pushed it through and then they were like yeah. fuck it we're just gonna release it anyway <laughs> yeah they were like well it's already it's already out so hey guys early release. <laughs> no. we, we'll 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 get this we'll get this under control one day we'll figure out how to release a game right give, give us time give us time we're a new company we, we're yeah, not we have no yeah we're like uh we're like university of tennessee football players right we're, we're it's a young team company. we'll get there we'll get there yeah, we're 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 a we're a young 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 company. We're growing. Who knew? Like changing your coach out every three years would be a bad move. I, that's how I would have done if I had a team. Yeah, like you coach, you do well right away, or you're out. And we, you know what? Yeah. Not only are you out, but we're gonna pay you a lot of money to go. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's that'll show you right there. That'll show you here. Yeah. Take this, take this fifteen million and get the hell out of here. Yeah. Oh, you can work elsewhere too, so you can actually have more money coming in. Right. Maybe you can play show against you. us. That'll teach you. Right. Yeah, whoever does our our contracts cannot be the smartest person. No, no. Because I would love if I worked at a job and they said, you know what, Ryan, if you do bad, we're going to fire you, but we're going to give you like. Um, twenty whole, times your right, a whole your salary. Salary. <laughs> I would, I would be like the guy in Office Space. I would just start fucking off. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I wouldn't care. I'd, I'd throw my desk down, yeah. you know, like do whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. No, it's that. It's just so weird to me. Um, but because we want to make this a little shorter this episode, so Boston doesn't have to do all this editing, and he well, can thanks. get back to his uh. His his um his Discord family. I want to make it longer because I don't give a shit about Boston's editing. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say it. He, Bob, I think Scott's a little jealous of your uh, Discord stuff. I am. I don't want to. I don't want to hear another damn word about your Discord. All right. I mean, no more Discord. No worries. All right. It's podcast. It's BRB or nothing. You know what? My dad once left my mom for another Discord family, so I get it. Oh, ah. see what you doing, to Ryan? I, I I get it though, Boston. Just yeah. every now and then you got to pop into Facebook and give me like a meme. I, I mean, I, got I tried once to do Discord points. to play uh, Animal Crossing because there was a thing on Discord where you had to like authenticate yourself through uh, Discord to get on these people's islands, and I couldn't yeah, figure yeah. out how to sign up for Discord. I felt <laughs> I felt so old. I felt dumb. Right, like, I can't do and it. And Boston's silence isn't making me feel any better about myself. No, no. Sorry, uh, you don't want to know what I was doing, but um, yeah, no, it's it is kind of tricky, actually. Uh, I don't remember what the command is you can do, but someone was going through the chat 
uh, one of the chats earlier today was like, hey, you, you've had a Discord for X number of days. You've had a Discord for X number of days. And everybody was like two or 300 days. Uh-huh. And then they were like, oh, yeah, uh, Deuce the Wild. You've had 1,376 days. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Been here a while. You've, <laughs> been here a while. You have been there a while. You were probably yes. one of the first Discord members. Maybe. I don't think so. That's because you are hip to the scene. You know... I think so. Well, there's also uh, a tendency with some people to... Uh, especially if you if you get into more uh, unsavory servers. Mm-hmm. Uh, such as ones that... Uh, ones I keep coming across a lot and it's really upsetting is like... Dudes who are like, hey, ladies, come into this server and send me some nudes. And then they're like, 14 and up. For what? Oh, what? Whoa. No. No. Oh, and it's like, well, I. So Roy Moore is on Discord. Is what you're saying. Report this one and keep scrolling? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so it's kind of like the Wild Wild West, right? Like you can. It's not. Uh, you can definitely like burn. You can definitely burn all bridges pretty easily and then start a new account, which is why. Uh, why some people do that they're like you've only had an account for uh 47 days what you what are you hiding <laughs> uh-huh um at least you're not going to parlor oh fuck no i'm not going to parlor if i if i ever hear you know bossy going you know what guys i like you guys here but it's um not getting to say what i want to say and talk about how awful the selection is i'm going to parlor where i can do what i want <laughs> Although Parler is supposedly becoming nothing but porn bots now. Already? Yep. Like, the porn bots are going over there and they're uh, just doing their thing, commenting and everything. But I'm okay with it. Like, I love my conservative friends, but there's some times where I don't need to see some conservatives and their nutty and their nutty views. I'm, yeah. I feel better, although I kind of want to know what they're up to. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're, like, you're a parent and you're, like, enjoying TV and you're like, I don't hear the kids. What are they up to? Like you enjoy the piece of quiet, but you also don't trust it. Yeah. But in this case, what they're up to is not just making mischief like, uh, you know, like running down the hall and like beating themselves silly. It's uh, planning to assassinate a governor. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so little differences. Um, a little bit a, different. Yeah. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, go around and recommend something for everybody to try. Um, right. Do you want to go first, Scott? Sure, I'll, I guess I'll I'll do uh, the show. Uh, so I know I, I, I'm new, uh, late to the game on this one, but I'm I am absolutely addicted to the boys. Nice. Yeah, I uh, it's definitely a very brutal show though. So make sure you understand that before you get into it. Uh, but I'm I I love the boys. I I cannot recommend it enough. How far are you in it? Uh, like probably I don't know six or seven episodes into season one, maybe more. I'm not sure. Okay, uh, and... but I'm only that that into it, and I not 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 that far into it. I'm already I'm already addicted to it. Yeah, and you've um, finished second season's uh, Boston. Uh, we are almost to the end. We are almost there. Uh, we just got to uh, we got we got to some of the big reveals. Okay. okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's um, and I know it already got greenlit for a third season. Right, and uh, Dean from Supernatural will be on uh, on that one, which I'm excited about. Yeah, which makes sense because the show uh, showrunner is Eric Kripke. Yeah, exactly. Right. 
It does make sense. Yeah, and Bobby shows up. Oh, does he? Bobby shows up, and so does um, the guy that's basically on every show now, um, Juan Carlo uh, from Breaking Bad that played Gus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah, yeah. He's basically on every show we watch now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's insane, but yeah, he shows up in the second season. Okay. Okay. Yep. But yeah, I dig it. Very um, cool. I don't remember the comic book as much as like Boston does, but yeah, it's very different, right? Boston, like they've gone in different tangents. Well, uh, actually, I've now seen that there's a few. They uh, they've done a real good job of changing a lot of the tangents, but not completely throwing it out, right? Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I guess it'd be tricky to not do spoilers for that, right? Yeah, because like the uh, so. one, of, one of the characters, one of the characters that was supposed to be like a big, a big. <clears throat> a big fulcrum for the story in the, in the, in the comics is now an even like bigger part of the, of the show <laughs> in ways I was not expecting. Okay. And, oh, wow. oh, it has been, it's just been, it gets everything they have changed. I have been happy with like, nothing's got yeah. right. So yeah, for anybody uh, who hasn't seen the show, Boston, how, how would you best describe it? Um, or Ronnie, the fuck in. No um, shit, that is a great way. And I'm yeah, talking yeah. like start the fuck in within five minutes of episode one. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, because the yeah it starts off, and that was the thing is I, I remember I remember when we first it first aired and we were watching the first episode. Yeah, and they're they're standing there, uh, Huey and Rosalind. Oh yeah, the uh, the girlfriend. The girlfriend. Yeah. 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 Um, no, now it's gonna eat at me. I don't think it's Rosalind. Um, oh damn it! Because she comes back a bunch. Wait, as... the girlfriend that gets wait, wait, wait. Well, oh, run someone... through? Yeah. Wait, no, she doesn't. Well, does she? She? she makes other. She sorry. She makes other appearances. Um, oh, in the show, she does. Yeah. She well, she keeps yeah, she keeps popping back up as uh like in his. Oh, you're right. You're right. She does like he like he's like Caesar and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Right. Um, but anyway, I'm looking it up. Uh, Robin. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Robin. Right. Yes. Yes. And so, uh, the only like, the only real difference between the the beginning of the comic and the beginning of the, of the show is that in the comic, a train throws a uh, super villain through her. <laughs> oh. Versus okay. him running through her in the show. Got it. But it's, literally the idea of like what would happen if this if the flash just ran into a normal person yeah yeah I, it would be that it would be that <laughs> that's, uh, that's what would happen and i remember watching it because i had seen the i'd seen the show and i see i read the comics and i'm sitting there watching it and i knew what was coming is that as they're sitting there like making her like real and interesting and like getting you on board with this yep. relationship between yep. uh, robin and huey and i just started whimpering because <laughs> you knew it was and, coming and Callie's like, what, what, what's wrong? What's going on? What's about to happen? Uh-huh. I want to tell you. And I, I what is about to that scene it... too? You know, like the whole slow <sighs> motion and oh, oh man, uh, it yeah, yeah, it was such a good. Yeah, it's um. Oh, it was so good. One of the things where I, I did not like the comic book, and but I really dig the show. Just like with Preacher, it was vice versa there too. I hate the show, I love the comic. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but no, it's uh, it's solid. I think you're going to love it, uh, Scott, when you keep going. I think it gets better in the season, too. Oh, good. Well, I mean, I already do love it. So that, that's that, that's even that's that's great. Some really it's, messed up stuff happens with Homelander. Oh, man. OK, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Homelander so. is basically a Captain America, but. No, he's Superman. Uh, or, or, well, yeah, 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 Superman, right, you're yeah. right, right, Superman. But Superman, yeah. but, like, the opposite of what you would think Superman would be, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have you done, have you got to the airplane scene yet? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yep. that scene yep. was so well done. So well done, yes. So good. Um, But, yeah, a good pick, Scott. Yeah, thank you. Um, Boston, do you have a pick? Um... Everybody go! Everybody go watch the! Everybody, everybody go watch the reruns of Desert Bus for Hope. Um, what? <laughs> Have you? Are you familiar with uh, Penn and Teller's Smoke and Mirrors? No, but was, I, I just know they're a BS show. Oh yeah, yeah, a, I know that one. Yeah, they made a video game once upon a time. Oh, and okay. A, yeah. And they the idea was they wanted to make just kind of the dumbest game ever. Okay. Um, and it didn't officially get released, but there were some like hacked copies that got out there that a few people got a hold of. The two big ones that I remember was there's like a platformer game that has the hard and impossible mode. Okay. And if you go into hard mode, it's a diff it's a it's an interesting little platformer. If you go into impossible mode, uh Lou Reed. <laughs> Like Lou Reed uh -huh. walks up to you and is like, and, and you're like, wow, it's Lou Reed from the Velvet Underground. What <laughs> are you doing here? And he just like drops his glasses and kills both Penn and Teller with laser vision. What? And then it cuts to a clip of Lou Reed being like, yo, impossible means impossible. And then you lose. And they never actually brought this game out? It never got it never got officially released. How? That uh, sounds amazing. <laughs> one of the other games that is on the collection is called The Desert Bus. Okay. Okay. And it's literally you're driving from uh somewhere in Arizona all the way to Las Vegas and back in real time. Oh Jesus. An empty tour bus. And that's it? That's it. And if you if you if you veer too far off the road, you crash, and they have to tow you back to the original city. Oh my god! In real time. Oh shit! And How long is this supposed to take? Uh, it's a six-hour trip. <laughs> it is a six-hour. It's a six-hour drive, and so uh, these again, loading ready run. My 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 Canadian overlords <laughs> decided to. Uh, we're bored about 16 years ago, I think they said. Um, yeah, I think 2000, 2004 was the first one. Okay. They got bored and we're like, we want to do, we want to play this. It was even before like live streaming became a big thing. So they were like, we just want to stream ourselves playing this game and uh, raising money for charity. And so it started off as just every dollar you donate is an hour they will drive. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh damn! And so uh, they've been doing it for over you know, 14, 15 years now. Uh, it has become a. It's actually if if you're aware of games done quickly, okay. Uh, GDQ was inspired by Desert Bus, huh? Huh? Like some of the big the big streaming uh, 
uh, champion or not championships, but uh, uh, fundraising events. Yeah, uh, were inspired by Desert Bus. Uh, they did a documentary a few a uh, few years ago that just went live. They they filmed a documentary a few years ago that just went live earlier this month. So you can find that on the internet on, on YouTube. Plus all of the the their their COVID their COVID edition. They did it this year as well. Um, they did a COVID edition where they did a bunch of like streaming games and stuff. And you okay. can go watch a lot of the the backlogs at Desert Bus for Hope on YouTube. Yeah, and it's just a fantastic like project in general. Um, cause I remember one year, I think it was the year they, the, the, the highest they've ever made so far. Um, cause they have a bunch of giveaways and they had people, <coughs> uh, bidding on different things. Again, all the money going to charity. And then at the end, towards the very end of the show is they were like, okay, we're, we're done with the actual driving, but you know, whatever, whatever other donations we got to go. And everybody, some of the places called in and said, you know, we spent the past year saving up all this money <laughs> to bid on the items. We already weren't going to be doing anything with it. Here you go. Oh. And so these like ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar donations started rolling in towards the end. Oh, that's awesome. And they were just like, like you just see the 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 crew like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, and yeah, oh, it was it was a ridiculous uh, amount of money that they end up uh, raising for charity. But that's what's the good thing about the internet? There's some good stuff. There really is. Um, yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, the the COVID stream is just not even. It's about as strong as the flu stream. <laughs> yeah that's right um and i will uh close this out recommend uh, a lot of people may have seen this already uh but i really really dug it it's on netflix it's called the queen's gambit yes um it's uh what's her name oh uh, i know what you're talking about but i haven't seen it yet yeah it's anya taylor joy from um i think she's best known for the witch um she was in split and glass Oh, okay. And she was uh, Magique in the New Mutants movie. But she's basically like a chess prodigy. And it cuts from um, current day where she's at the at a major uh, chess tournament, as well as showing her growing up and like just how hard her life is, like being an orphanage and going from there. Um, it's seven episodes. It's just a miniseries. So it's a completed it's a completed series. Oh, okay. You knocked um, off pretty quick then. Really good. Have you seen it, Boston? Uh, we... Did we see it? Queen's Gambit. No, but but so many clothes that look like chess, uh, uh, chess pieces. All right, so uh, I, I was reacting because Callie reacted out of yeah. the corner of here, and. I was like, "What did, did we? Did we <laughs> you were like a you were like a happy little puppy dog." I was like, I was like, no, we haven't actually watched it, but I love all the outfits in the show. Like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's incredible the way they do the chess games. Um, super well done because you know, like they said that themselves, like the creators, like you know, watching an actual chess match would not be the most exciting thing. Um, mm -hmm. but the way they show it and the way they show her brain, like uh, processing moves and everything, is super good. And it's gotten to the point where, like, across, like I think Amazon stuff like that. Um, some chess boards are completely sold out. Dang, oh, wow. really? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's became like a phenomenon for uh, for Netflix. Um, okay. A good thing too, you know, sometimes Netflix does have like some crappy stuff where they um, 
they don't they uh you know cancel stuff way too quickly oh but yeah here the 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 director of the of the project who's also plays the mom in the movie uh or the show um she said i think i can do this in seven episodes so that's what they gave her um, oh, wow. it's really really well done uh, uh yeah it's and both actors um taylor joy who plays the modern not modern day but the modern version of the character and then the girl playing her growing up fantastic jobs hmm. yeah. all right yeah definitely check, check it out. out yeah sure um because i because i guess i don't really remember her too much in the witch i remember her in split she's the one that survives yeah yeah yeah. i know what you're talking about yep yeah um yeah super good movie but uh yeah check it out okay all right and i think all right is that it have we well, done another you, masterful episode? I know you wanted to talk about that video that you showed us earlier. <laughs> we'll do that next episode because I next really episode, have to pee. Okay. Okay. okay <laughs> yes. yes. We're, you were not that professional here. <laughs> I just want to make sure we didn't leave that out, man. I know, I know you're that. You know what? We'll yeah. do it next week when we got our big surprises. Then maybe they'll right. enjoy it too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, with that being said, uh, thank you, beautiful people of the internet, for coming in and joining us for this episode. Until next time, we will see you all. Um, I messed that up. Anyway, moving on. Go pee, Ryan. I'm see you pee, Ryan.